Voices of CFMA, Construction Financial Management Association's podcast featuring conversations with our members. I'm your host, Kate Platt, CFMA's Marketing Coordinator. This month, I'm joined by Vice President of the Houston Chapter, where she is Chairman of the Programs Committee, founding member of the DNI Task Force, and a controller at Brookstone LP in Houston, Texas. Everyone, please welcome Andrea Williams. Hi, Andrea. Hi. How are you today? I am great. How are you? Not bad. Let's jump into this. Let's talk about uh, how did you get into this line of work? It's a bit of an interesting story. I actually um, worked in residential construction and I left that and went to work for a, a pretty large company where it required a lot of time and a lot of hours, which you know wasn't an issue because I didn't have any children at the time. So my life was a little more flexible. <laughs> and once I had my daughter, I decided I wanted something a, a little more stable and didn't require as much travel. And someone I worked with uh, told me about a position with Brookstone and he was a member of CFMA and the person who posted it is a CFMA member, which is currently my CFO. <laughs> and so I interviewed and things went well. And here I am. I have been here for 10 years, I guess, 11 this summer. So I've wow, been here for a while. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So you mentioned that CFMA helped you get into Brookstone. You previously mentioned um, that your CFO is a CFMA member. Is that how you got involved with CFMA? It is, it is. So our CFO is Samantha Hutchison. She is a past chairman and she is heavily involved in CFMA. And from the moment I joined this group, um, she had me involved meeting people and networking and eventually I joined the board. That's a great way to get involved. And it's so nice to see that as we, as we tell our members, hey, come join us. We're great at networking. You'll make friends. To see you here living, breathing proof of CFMA actually doing that is wonderful. Yes. <laughs> so February is Black History Month. And for those of you who don't know, you are a Black woman. Do you mind sharing your experiences in construction accounting, being a black woman? Sure, sure, absolutely. For me personally, overall, it has been, it's been a great experience. There are not a lot of black women in construction. There are not a lot of black people in construction in general, which hopefully we can change that one day soon. But um, the experience for me has been, has been good. With my current company, Brookstone, I had a conversation with our leadership team after, you know, everything came to light when everyone's at home with COVID, you know, due to the COVID pandemic. And so this social justice came out. So people just started talking more. And so I had a conversation with my CFO and the president of the company, and they were very open one thing that I've learned about different um, people who have different backgrounds, people who um, are, are of a different race is you never know what's okay to ask. Like, is it appropriate to say this? 
is it okay if um, I ask you this question all the way down to, is it okay if I say black? Like some people are uncomfortable even using the term black and it's actually okay to say. <laughs> so um, the great thing is they were very open about it and I feel like our relationship changed for the better. And if I feel uncomfortable or if I find that someone has said or done something that is offensive, I feel comfortable enough to say, hey, that was a little offensive and I'm going to explain to you why. And then we can actually have open dialogue about it. So I think, you know, in 2020, we talk about how bad it is, but it actually has, you know, helped a lot of us start the conversation, which I think has been necessary and needed in order for us to understand each other and truly appreciate each other and what we have to offer. We can can just talk about, you know, the elephant in the room. You know, we can we can talk about things that may bother us or things that we question. I know many of the people in construction you know, they don't have relationship with black, with black people. So this is new for them as well. <laughs> so I think we just kind of have to get comfortable with asking the tough questions and asking the questions that make us uncomfortable. Having our president come to my office and have a conversation with me, a genuine conversation, to ask me how I'm feeling you know, with everything going on and, you know, just to kind of tell me a little bit more about his background and his experience with the Black community. That's just something you don't typically talk about, but, um, you know, he, he was okay being vulnerable and having the conversation. And now I feel like if I'm dealing with something, I can talk to him about it, you know, whether it's professional or personal. And I think that's important. Just because I thought, you know, one thing I've always learned is your company will operate based on your leadership. So if your leadership is doing something, the people under them will follow and do the same thing. And if that's not where they see, um, if that's not where they want to fit in, then typically those people will leave. That's a great way to be looking at everything, you know, a, an open dialogue, a chance to educate without pushback and starting a, a fight and making things awkward. So great to have open dialogue. Um, when you look back on your career, is there a particular project in mind that sticks out and you're like, wow, I cannot believe I was a part of that? you know, whether it's a small day-to-day -day thing or, you know, something big and industry changing? You know, it's funny you should mention that. I I have been in accounting for over 20 years. I'm sure I'm aging myself, but I came from a time where things were very manual, you know, it was very paper driven. So coming to Brookstone, you know, things were still pretty much that way where, our approval process and everything, you know, it's just a pretty manual process and just kind of slowly implementing more ways that are um, online and paperless. We use a paperless system and we started routing invoices 
to um, our project managers and our project engineers for approval. And it just provides more real-time cost accounting. And I, I just felt like this is great. You know, your, your margin of error is so small at this point because you're not using such a manual system. You're actually operating with something that um, is more automatic, I guess. It's more automated. And another program that we had here at Brookstone is the Calm Data ePayables program, which has been great for our company. We've been part of this for a couple of years now and just watching it grow, getting vendors on board with um, accepting credit card payments from us. And then we are able to get a rebate in return. So it's, it's just a, a great program where you can make money doing something you were doing anyway. So you've managed to help save time and money. I feel like employee of the month is, is up for grabs for you there. Um, so this podcast is all about your experiences, your stories, is there any piece of advice that you've been given through the years that you hold close and kind of look back on when you're uh, in need of some advice? Actually, yes. So naturally, I am an introvert. I guess that kind of comes with the territory when you are an accountant. <laughs> and someone once told me that you have to do what makes you uncomfortable. And so every time I am faced with something, I think about that. I think about how I have to do what makes me uncomfortable and push forward and just do it. And I always feel great after the fact. And so I have to remind myself, you know, that feeling you will have when it's said and done. So just do it. And so each time it actually, it gets easier you know, and so now I'm open to trying new things, meeting new people, and it has just been great. It's been great. <laughs> well, as a fellow introvert, I appreciate you overcoming your fears and coming onto a podcast to, to share your story because it's a great one. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, and do you have any advice for someone new to the industry? Yes, um, get involved with professional organizations like CFMA. Um, this will allow you to build relationships with other like-minded professionals. Um, networking, networking is key in this industry and in, in, in any industry. Um, this is one of the many things that I love about CFMA. I've met so many people through luncheons and trainings and conferences that has allowed me to grow as a person. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely reaching out, getting involved, making connections. You never know what's going to come out of them, right? Right. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us, Andrea. I appreciate you taking time out from your busy day to chat about some of your experiences. And is there anything else that you wanted to mention before we wrap up here? Um, thank you for having me on. This has, this is my first podcast experience where I'm actually getting interviewed. So thank you for the opportunity and thank you for highlighting Black History Month and I appreciate your time.
Well, thank you for being a CFMA member and thank you everyone for listening. I hope you tune in next month for our next episode. Thanks for listening. If you're interested in learning more about CFMA, check out cfma.org forward slash 12 plus. That's cfma.org forward slash 12plus. Join us next month when we sit down with Chairman Kevin Booth for a reflection of his time as chairman and his career in construction finance. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to like and subscribe and share on social media. Until next month, bye.